702, your number one news and talk station. It is now six minutes past five on the Saturday morning, uh, the 4th of June. If you just joined us, a very good morning to you. My name is Errol Ballantyne, and I'm with you until six o'clock. We're into the third and final hour of early morning breakfast on the Saturday. And this is the health and well-being feature. And we're joined in studio once again, and it's been a while, Phyllis by a very well-known, one of South Africa's most eminent uh, physiotherapists, and she is uh, Phyllis Berger, or to give her her full title, Professor Phyllis Berger. How are you, Phyllis? Good, good morning, good, good morning been, to the it's listeners. It's been a long while since you were in here. Yes. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us thank so you. early on this cold winter morning we're talking about we're talking about off, off air about getting up early in the morning yeah it, it's 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 quite bad in in summer but in winter it's it's really hard because that bed is so warm true, true. <laughs> so welcome to the show uh, we're going you. to be talking this morning to uh, phyllis about pain management uh, we're going to be talking about physiotherapy and acupuncture and all kinds of related issues, uh, electrical uh, currents and, and how you manage pain and, and medication and all those kind of things. So anything, any queries you have, anything you want to discuss to, with Phyllis about physiotherapy or managing pain, uh, do give us a call. 011-883-0702 or 021-446-0567 or you could SMS on 31702 or Three one five six seven. Phyllis, in, in in your practice, and you've been in practice for a while now, um, the issue of pain must be a serious one. There must be more people than we believe who suffer daily pain, and it just doesn't go away. Yes, that's true. And uh, people who have pain usually have some sort of disturbance in the nervous system around an area that that if they have an x-ray, they will probably show some changes in that area. So if a person has a great deal of tension or stress or perhaps picks up a heavy weight, they might find that that particular area is, effect, is affected and produces some pain. Yeah, right. Okay, so um, there, are, there are lots of ways to deal with pain, aren't there? there I mean, you're, you're a specialist in pain. You have a pain management practice. But what does it mean overall to manage, to manage pain? Do you, does it mean that you, you have to take medication daily? Does it mean you do certain things other than simply popping tablets? What is, what is, how do you manage pain? Well, it's, it's quite controversial, and it depends on what pain means to you. Um, sometimes you can't take the pain away, so therefore you have to manage it and learn to control pain. So you may decide that uh, a medication such as an anti-inflammatory or an analgesic keeps your pain at bay if you've got a constant condition such as osteoarthritis or rheumatoid arthritis. These conditions don't usually uh, disappear. But if you learn to manage them in a way that enables you to continue with your life and improve the quality of your life, then you can actually cope with the condition and the pain. So 
again, management means that you are perhaps doing all kinds of different things to, to control the pain. You, you're not only taking your medication, if that works for you, but you're also doing things like exercising, you're watching your diet. Uh, maybe you're doing additional things like acupuncture, which we'll talk about. Am I right? Is it, is it a multi tasking kind of it is and it depends on your condition we have so many different types of conditions you may have neuropathic type of pain where the nervous system is disturbed and you get constant firing of the nerves even if you have an x-ray and you can't see anything in the area or it could be from muscle spasm that's compressing a nerve so it, it just depends on the type of pain you have, the type of condition that you have. And that's how you deal with the, with the pain. We have to analyze the patient when they come in and decide what type of pain it is. Is it from the joint? Is it from the nerve? And uh, is it weakness? Because very often when you've got pain, you will automatically get weakness in the muscles surrounding that region. And therefore, it's very important to keep uh, up strength. Yeah, okay. So you get you get pains, you get muscle pain and uh, as, as a consequence. Uh, you, it, it affects your whole system. It in fact can be very debilitating, can't it? Yes, it can be. You may not get muscle, uh, you might, you'll have pain, but when you evaluate that area, you'll find that it's weak. And we very very often do it with electrical currents, in fact. We have a, a current that we can move over the area, let's say your spine, uh, let's say L5S1, and we'll notice that the when we try to stimulate the muscles around that particular weak area, it, it doesn't it the muscles don't activate and the pain is is more intense. But as soon as we get the muscles stronger around that area, the pain dis, becomes less intense. So that's quite an interesting aspect okay. to treat. Well, I want to come back to, to what you can do at home to help pain, but let's go to the lines and talk to Carol in Edenvale. Morning, Carol. Good morning Hi. to the both of you. Mm. Thank Good morning. you for taking my call. Thank you. Uh, Professor Berger, I've suffered from bursitis in the left hip for more than a year. Yes. Um, I've seen a very good orthopedic hip man uh, because I thought it was I was due for a hip replacement. I'm in my mid sixties, mm. and he diagnosed bursitis. Now, I know one is not supposed to have more than two cortisone injections, but since then, I've had four, and I know that that's too too many. Yes. Um, and for pain management, I'm taking something called Mipradol which I know is not good for me. Yes. Can you suggest an alternative way of managing this? Well, have you had physiotherapy? Because usually ultrasound... I have. And does it does it ease you at no. all? It doesn't. Well, I use acupuncture and different types of electrical current and also possibly stretching and strengthening the muscles around that region. And you may find that you need to treat your lumbar spine as well because very often that area will cause compression of nerves which will then affect the, the hip area. So you, you may find that treating your lumbar spine as well as the bursa will, mm -hmm. will help the whole condition. So I need to find a good acupuncturist. Well, there's one sitting right in front of me. <laughs> Thank you for the call, Carol, in, in Edenville. Uh, we'll give um, uh, Professor Phyllis Berger's details out towards the end of the show. Um, 
All right, let's go to the SMSs. Um, somebody wants to know about if you can ask about hemp oil uh, for pain management. Hemp oil CBD. Well, I know uh, we we call it cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Yes. Yes, um, and it can it can be very helpful. Um, I, I know it's not legalized at the moment, and I know that there are certain researchers working on it so that they can produce a medication that doesn't have the addictive side of the cannabis. So um, I think when it comes about that one can acquire it legally, then... What, what is it? It's, it's an oil that you rub on the affected area, is no, that right? you take drops. Oh, you, you take drops? drops oh, yes. So what, do I know, what do I know about cannabis? <laughs> so you take these drops. Uh, where yes. do you get the stuff? It's, it's not legal, so how do you get it? Well. Through various sources. Various sources. Okay. But do people use it regularly? I believe so. And uh, it is, a, is it supposed to be efficacious? Yes, and in some countries it is legalized. In America and certain states they are using it. And uh, I think in Australia and, and possibly, well, I know in Israel they are. Okay. Just, um, I've got loads of SMSs coming in now, but just let's talk for a minute about this electrical uh, current issue. Is, is, this, um, is it a new technique? Is it new technology or has it been around a long time? Well, actually it's, the, um, m- there are many electrical currents that have been around for a long time, such as ultrasound and interferential. Mm-hmm. And also there's something called TENS, which is transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation. And that is that's when... That's a big word for a Saturday morning. It, it is, actually. That's why you can call <laughs> say, it TENS. <laughs> say it again, trans... Transcutaneous, yes. meaning going through the skin, yeah. electrical nerve stimulation okay so what it actually does it's having electrodes placed on the area where there's pain it stimulates certain fibers in the sensory nerves called the a beta fibers and actually you can produce a very similar effect by rubbing when you rub your painful area let's say you've got a sore knee and you rub it you're stimulating the a beta fibers and that activates endorphins not only locally but in the spinal cord and brain and that's why it relieves pain but you can adjust the frequency of a tens unit so if you use a low frequency you will use endorphins but if you use higher frequencies, you, you produce encephalins and serotonin and dynorphins, different types of pain relievers. And that's why if you use electrical currents uh, in a specific way, you can get specific effects. Okay, uh, let's uh, just have a break there. <clears throat> so, P, we hold on and others will be coming back to you directly after this. On 011-883-0702 or 021-446-0567. We're talking in studio with our guest this morning on our health and well-being hour, Professor Phyllis Berger. We're talking pain management. She's a physiotherapist. She's an acupuncturist. Uh, she's lectured both nationally and internationally. 26 publications in peer-reviewed journals. There's probably more now. Uh, yes. Written four books, uh, does training and educating, and very interesting. So, uh, anything you want to ask about physiotherapy or pain management, give us a call 011 883 0702 or 021 446 Or you could SMS on 31702 or 315611. Let's go straight back to the lines and talk to Sipiwe. Good morning to you. 
morning, Doctor. How are you? Good morning. Go ahead, Sapira. Yeah, I just had a, a cardiac operation. Had a what and operation? A, Sorry. A heart operation. Heart up, yeah. Yes. Uh, and in four months, so I was in. Actually, I've lost uh, some weight, and yeah. I'm told I was, uh, I lost weight due to and the pain that I've endured during an operation and yes. all that and all. So I just want to check what are the uh, quickest way to to recover from that pain and you during the operation. And where is your pain? Yes, I'm I'm on pain, but uh, yes. Where is your pain, Superior? On the chest. On the chest, in the front of the chest. Well, have you visited your physiotherapist? Have Have you had some physiotherapy where they've used ultrasound or possibly different currents that actually block the nerve? That's that's uh, where where the, where you've had the surgery. Very often, you'll find that the wound itself is is very painful, and uh, if you have acupuncture and certain types of electrical current, it actually blocks the nerves in that region, and also improves circulation. So that may give you quite a, a bit of relief. So, people, yeah, we'll we'll give out. Um, Phyllis Berger's details at the end of the show and uh, you could contact her for more in-depth uh, discussion. Avril in Pretoria, good morning. Hi, Avril. Hello. Good Hi. morning. Uh, good morning to you. Morning. I'd like to ask a question. I had a knee replacement five years ago and I've never come, the knee has never come right, but I do suffer from osteoarthritis badly. Yes. <laughs> then uh, in February this year, I did a biopsy thinking that there could be something wrong with the bone. But it can't be. It's not that either because the bone, after I did the biopsy, the bone came back and was clear and everything. But I've still got such extreme pain. I can't walk if I stand too long. So I want to know, is there any chance of me doing something to try and get this right? Yes, well, look, it's well known that acupuncture and various types of currents will take inflammation away. Also, it's very important to strengthen your leg. You see, the problem is that before you had the surgery, probably you had such a great deal of pain and the muscles were weak. And then after the surgery, it's very difficult to strengthen those muscles again because you've had, you've had the muscles cut. And so, therefore, it takes a long time for you to strengthen those muscles and possibly visiting your physiotherapist again. I'm sure you had physiotherapy straight after the surgery. I've, been for, I've even been to Virgin Active for yes. treatment, which cost me 3000 and it didn't help. Didn't help. But I suffer, I can see there's a big, uh, how can I say, just below the knee where they put the, the prosthesis in. Yes. There's a sort of a, a, a knob. You know, growing yes. out there. Now, I don't know if that is osteoarthritis or not. That's perhaps making it worse. Well, you know, you do get swelling, and the swelling comes it, it, it comes up and down at various times, especially if you've strained it or you've over overused your, your leg. But yes. I would suggest that you, you possibly go back to your physio and, if you know, being in Pretoria, 
and uh, or if you contact me, I might advise you to to contact a specific one that may be able to help you and have some acupuncture, have some different types of electrical current, which are now quite commonly used for inflammation, and you might mm-hmm. find it it helps you. Oh, thank you very okay, much. Avril, we'll give uh, out. Messages. Will I get the address and things after? Yes, we'll we'll give out uh, Phyllis's details at the, at the end of the program. Thanks so much for the call, uh, Peter in Milnerton. Hi, good morning to you, Peter. Yes, good morning. It's good. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. When I was a lot, a heck of a lot younger, there was a, a gentleman. I got a shock. I thought it was impossible at the time. Normally, you can't get a shock from 400 volts. It's usually 220, but this guy got 400 volts from a drilling machine. Yes. And he used to walk about with a stoop, arthritis. It actually cured his arthritis. Yes, really? I can believe that. That should have killed him, actually. <laughs> yes, it's that kind of voltage, yeah. Yes. Yeah, but just a minute. The, the lethal voltage, if you haven't got a pacemaker, is 110, actually. So you can Good get a shot of 110 without a pacemaker and you could just about survive it. Now, Phyllis, you don't put 400 volts through people. No, <laughs> we definitely don't. But there are newly developed currents that are very high frequency and low voltage that actually uh, you can... You can treat the nerve that supplies the area of the pain. It's called uh, NMS therapy, it's, it's, and another name for it is Stimpod. And uh, that's been recently developed in 2009 in Pretoria, actually, by a company. And we're having profound effects on pain by treating the nerve supply to the area. And so, Peter, um, yeah, is this guy all right now? <clears throat> No, no, he's probably gone by then. Hey, okay, it was a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for the call. <clears throat> but it was startling when he when he walks around with a stoop. Yes. And uh, he, but you shouldn't get it. He, he went to the back of the wrong. He, he isolated the drilling machine. They all looked the same when he went in the back of the wrong one. Yes. I bet he was pleased afterwards. He was pleased afterwards. eh? (laughs) Thank you, Peter. Interesting. Thanks. Thanks for the call. There's Peter in Milnerton. And then Yusuf on the line from Benoni. Morning, Yusuf. Good morning, Errol. How are you? Morning. Good. Thanks. And you? Morning. Fine. Thank you. Go ahead, Yusuf. I'd ask Professor Berger uh, certain types of drugs, example, like statin, blood pressure tablets, and certain types of food, can they cause pain? Good question. It is a good question, and nobody really knows that. But if you have a a drug that increases swelling and edema in your body, then you possibly could get an increase of pain because it would put more pressure on the area that's possibly already involved in, in the problem. And I'm not sure, I couldn't possibly comment on blood pressure tablets, but they, and diet. There, maybe there are some foods that patients uh, find that if they're very acidic, the, if the fu- foods are very acidic, it may irritate uh, arthritic type of conditions. Hmm. Interesting. And Yusuf, does that answer your question? Sort of. Okay, thanks a lot. That's Yusuf in Benoni. Just talking about medications, Phyllis, uh, there has been comments that statins cause muscular problems. Is there any evidence of that? Um, there, there has been evidence that some patients get more pain and, and stiffness after taking statins, and maybe they need to change the statin if they have to use it. But uh, many patients do not 
have pain. So yeah. it's not it's a not regular conclusive. thing. It's not conclusive. Okay. Um, SMSs, uh, this is from Elvira. She said, just by way of comment, she says, hemp oil is fabricated from the plant called hemp. In other words, it is a hemp extract taken from the seeds of the plant. While this type of oil can be extracted from all plants in the cannabis genus, industrial hemp is the only plant used for the hemp oil. This type of hemp is specifically produced industrially and the amount of psychoactive substances that are contained in it is minimal. Really, it is not dacha drops. Um, then SMS from Janet says, Bursitis physio Wayne Redhead in, or Reedhead in Bedford View used acupuncture on my hip successfully. Now, you're an acupuncturist. Um, yes. Is it, you're going to say, yes, it is very efficacious, but is it only in certain instances? When would you use acupuncture? Well, first of all, acupuncture is specifically good for pain because as you put the needle in, and I'm not talking about dry needling because dry needling goes into the muscle. Mm. If you place a needle into the tissue, you will find that you stimulate what's called adenosine 1 receptors, which blocks the pain. So you've got a local effect from just inserting a needle. So if you have a painful region, it's useful to insert needles, if not in the area, but around the area. And also, being an acupuncturist, we also use other areas to treat uh, let's say the hand, we might use an ear because you have got all the points for the whole body represented in the ear. So let's say you've got a painful ankle. Mm. I might look for the ankle point in the ear and insert a needle there and encourage the patient to move. Very often it improves function as well as pain. So um, there are so many uh, reasons to use acupuncture. Yeah, I didn't know there were two. You say it's, it goes into the muscle, and there's another type. Yes, that goes into what? Just into the skin. Just into the skin. So if you are having dry needling, then that the physiotherapist who or whoever does it actually goes into the muscle and gets a twitch response from that muscle, which helps relaxation. So if you've got a muscle spasm, mm. then the muscle will contract and then it relaxes. But using acupuncture uh, in a different way where you don't actually go into the muscle, you can go just into the skin, into the cutis, then you will get a different reaction. Also, you can treat the nervous, you will be treating the nervous system because as soon as you stimulate the sensory nerves, that pathway is activated all the way to the spinal cord and to the brain and it will produce endorphins and relaxation for the patient. Mm. So if a patient comes in and is in severe pain, they're usually distressed and may even be tearful. I will place a needle on top of their head because that's a very important area or point for relaxation and re decreasing stress. Mm. I, it just, I, I was at the physio yesterday, in fact, um, having a, a massage, and she, she needled, put needles in my, in my back. And, and as she put this one needle in, in my shoulder blade, I felt it going down my arm. Yes. And it's exactly what you're talking about. It connects with different parts yes, of, the, it does. of the body. Just amazing. Um, all right. And then other SMSs that are coming through. Lumbar spondylosis. How do I manage the constant pain and what medication should I be taking? That's from Grant Duplessis. Um, I, I presume it's in your low back and uh, you would be strengthening your muscles. That's very, very important. 
In fact, if you can strengthen your muscles, your core muscles around from your back and your abdomen, you will be protecting your spine. It's almost like wearing a corset, but it takes a long time and you need to be very uh, you need to practice as often as possible with your exercises, even simple exercises, just to tighten your tummy muscles and tighten your glute muscles and keep your posture very well. Then that will help you as well as supporting your back. You might find that when you sit for long periods of time, you need to put a pillow in the, in the arch of your back and then you can rest your back on the pillow. That yeah. usually helps quite a bit. Yeah. The, the question of posture is a very important one in your profession, yes, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, and we, we, sit, we sit badly. Do we stand and walk badly as well? Uh, how, you know, sort of uh, crouched over a TV screen and, yes. and that kind of thing. You always need to support your back. If you're sitting, you'll find that you tend to be round-shouldered. So if you mm. place a pillow in the small of your back, automatically your chest cage lifts up and then you can rest your upper your thoracic spine on the pillow and you actually have the support and you won't feel the strain of the discomfort and you can also be using your muscles to uh, to lift yourself up as well against the pillow so it, mm. it gives you activity in your muscles you you're one of the the, the, pre- the professions that believe in in the the strength of the core and how yes. important it is i know in chiropractic everything hinges on the spine uh, and similar in, in physiotherapy as well. Yes. For you, the, the, the spine is the core and it has to be strengthened as far as possible because it supports this whole weight of the body. How do you do that? Yeah. How do you strengthen your core? You strengthen your core by strengthening your abdominal muscles and your back muscles. That that protects that that allows you to stand up straight or to sit up straight. Mm. Because when you slouch down, then the core isn't active. Your stomach muscles will bulge, your back muscles will stretch or just stay in a particular position. And if you stay like that all the time, then you're going to get into a poor posture. And then when you want to use your your body, let's say you've been sitting for a long time with your head poked forward then you're going to find that your neck muscles are painful but if you maintain a good posture and mm. hold your neck in a better position then you'll find that you won't get headaches and your your neck movements will be better because physiotherapy is all about improving mobility and strength and teaching you how to do those things we we can't do these things for you but if we educate you and teach you how to do them, then you go away and you can ha- manage your, your life much better and improve the quality of your life. Let's take some other SMSs that have come through. I'm going for a bilateral knee replacement on 27th of June. What are the best exercises to prepare for operations? That's from Jenny. The best thing to do is your quadriceps, is to use those muscles that that attach to below the patella and they start from from your hip. And if you strengthen those, you will probably find that you'll be in a much better position. And you don't have to do massive exercises. You can just tighten them. You can keep your knees straight and press your knees down into the bed or the floor and tighten the muscles and hold the muscles for about six seconds and then relax them and try to repeat this exercise about 10 times. If you can, 
tighten your leg and then lift your leg a little bit into the air and then bring it down again, that's excellent. But if you continue to work very hard with those muscles, you will definitely help yourself. Just explain again where these muscles are. You say it's from the thigh? In the thigh, from from the uh, hip down to below the knee. Okay, and you need to exercise exercise those. Yes. Uh, squats, do that, that, does that's, that help? That's too much. Uh, squatting you can do in a very delicate position where you go up against the wall and you just bend your knees slightly. Uh, okay. yes. Otherwise, it's too much. That t- places much too much strain on the knee joints. So um, I, I wouldn't advise a person who like this who's going to have a knee replacement to do squats okay good morning guys the plantar plantar facilitus prevented me from running my first comrades this year is there a suggested therapy by the professor that's from cozy yes plantar fasciitis is a very common okay fasciitis what what is it first of all it actually is a tightness of the fascia because it attaches from the calcaneus the bone that you the heel bone and then it attaches into the rest of the foot. And it's very fibrous. And if you overstrain it, it becomes inflamed and swollen and becomes very painful, especially first thing in the morning, it yes. becomes very stiff. And certainly ultrasound, acupuncture, different types of electric currents will reduce the inflammation. And I find acupuncture really works very well. You also have to treat the calf muscle and you have to stretch the the. Uh, the foot and the, the calf muscles to help it. What's your take on things like, um, well, talking about exercise, um, uh, chiro, uh, chiro, um, biokinetics? Um, are, those, are those useful? Is it just another gym or is it kind of special? It is special. And uh, uh, biokineticists spend many years studying the body. But, uh, and, and I do feel that patients should be recommended to a biokineticist at a specific stage. I think if they've got a a lot of pain, Mm. they need to be careful because you can't really exercise and strain an area that's, that's too painful. So I think that then you have to do very small exercises. I don't, I don't say you mustn't do the exercise. And mm. sometimes an exercise will be painful. But if, the, but if the pain disappears after the exercise, then it's a good pain. But if it continues long after, then something is not right you, in the exercise. Yeah, you're, you're saying, in effect, that you could actually damage, do further damage by doing the wrong exercise. You might. You might. Yeah. And the same Pilates is a similar thing to biokinetics, isn't it? Um, it's it's more specific in that it works with breathing exercises and it works also on the core. It also incorporates many other parts of the body, yeah. but uh, it it also maintains good posture. Whereas, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a biokineticist, so I can't tell you exactly mm. what what okay. they would do. Uh, back to the line, Shelley in Centurion. Good morning to you, Shelley. Thank you for taking my call. Good morning. Thank you. Morning. Doctor, can you hear me? Yes. Loud and clear. Go ahead, Shelley. Yeah. Doctor, you know what? I do exercise, but if I do exercise, my leg pains more. Can you believe it? And then if I don't do exercise, my leg is better. What do I do? And when I do exercise, my, is it bad if my knuckles break? Is it bad or is it good? You know, if you find that you 
when you exercise, you have more pain. Yes. Then, yes. then you may be doing the incorrect exercise. But it's very interesting. But if you pace yourself with exercise, especially to time, let's say you, you shorten the time you're doing an exercise and you do less of the exercise, you might find that you can actually do the exercise without having the pain. So pacing and timing and and doing minimum at first may enable you to do more later. Oh, I think I'm doing too much. Possibly. You see, I, uh, I on the road and I cycle, I saw it on TV3 and many exercises for my leg. But uh, I won't talk lie. I'm 75 years old, but I don't go to a doctor. Doctor is my enemy. I always want to treat myself. <laughs> well done. Pain, well done. No pain on my leg. I, my sister came, my younger sister came from Ladysmith in the town. She said, bend your knee. I said, I bent my knee. I can bend my back. Only thing my son said, Ma, please sit straight. Put your back against the couch. Why do you bend? Your back is going to go like that. But only thing, doctor, I'm only asking you, what must I do less exercise? Because I do for maybe I might do 10 minutes and stop. Yes, you should. You should do less then if it's, if it's causing you pain. But I'm very yeah, pleased. Yesterday I done, oh, I couldn't walk. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't do if I do exercise. Yeah. Well, I'm very pleased that you are doing exercise and you can only be healthier for doing it. Thank you very much for the call, Shelley. Back after this. SMS us on 31702 or 31567. We're talking pain management in studio uh, with Professor Phyllis Berger. Still got about uh, 10 minutes to call in 011-883-0702 or 021-446-0567. We could SMS at 31702 or 31567. We'll take as many SMSs as we possibly can. There are are so many that have come through. Denise in Alberton, hi, good morning to you. Uh, good morning, you Good morning. Uh, please, please, let me not waste time. My son uh, needs to have a knee replacement, uh, but he can't, cannot have it now. He needs to lose weight first. But in the meantime, he does suffer uh, quite severe pain when he walks due to the fact, too, that he is overweight. I was asking, is there anything, any suggestion that he can do, be it like acupuncture or whatever, in the meantime? Yes, there is. And I, I would I would advocate that he does have acupuncture. You know, in England, uh, in, in the UK, they actually have clinics where they have group acupuncture for knee uh, conditions. So it's very well thought of to help to assist with, with the knee. And also he can do hydrotherapy to strengthen his leg, uh, which will assist him quite well. And also strengthening exercises out of water and also taking medication and having some physiotherapy as well will possibly help him. Okay. When's, when's you going in, Denise? Uh, they, they haven't booked him yet, oh, Errol, okay. due to yeah. the fact that he needs to lose weight first. So that's, that's very important. To... That really yeah. is important. Yeah. There's, there's their risks, aren't there, if somebody is overweight and, and, and surgery... Yes. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, in actual fact, then, uh, quickly, uh, would acupuncture be the right way to go? Yes. In, in, in conjunction with um, uh, physio and yes. hardware? Yes, definitely. It, yep. 
Denise, okay. good good luck with that, and uh, yeah, I hope I hope it's all very successful. Thank you so much. That's Denise in Alberton. SMS uh, from somebody. This is from Vuelway in in Witpurki. I have saw knee in the X in the X ray show some kind of inflammatory and was given inflammatory tablets. The pain gets better when I have taken the pills. Once I ran out of the pills, my knee gets very sore. Can the prof please advise? Pain nearly f- for for nearly a year now. I I, I read that. Because it's of concern to the to the listener, but also about pain management in terms of anti-inflammatories. Yes. Are they are they bad to take constantly? What's your comment about this? Yes, you have to be very careful because it can affect the kidneys, and uh, you and and the heart, and so therefore you do have to limit it. Um, even if once a week you could take an anti-inflammatory for somebody who's got this type of pain. But also you can you can apply other things. You can use the uh, Transact patches. You can apply, apply an anti-inflammatory type of cream or even a cream that's got capsaicin in because that reduces pain as well. Uh, using ice, if it's an inflammatory condition, then ice would be actually recommended to you. So what you do is you apply a hot, wet towel over the, the knee. Then you take a bag of, of ice blocks in a plastic bag and you apply it over the, the hot, wet towel. And eventually the ice, the cold gets through to the knee and it's very comfortable. Okay. And that can really help the pain. Interesting. Thank you. And then I talk to Isaac in Western Area. Morning, Isaac. Morning. Can I please take a Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. She's listening. Hello. Yeah. Um, hello, Doctor. It's been Brian again. Hello. On t- yes, Doctor. And on 2011, I was stabbed on my neck by robbers. And uh, when, doc- when I was at the hospital, I am told by the doctor that something they stabbed me with has uh, damaged in my spine. And then afterwards, when I was discharged, I was mobilized on a wheelchair. But uh, as the time goes on, I've been able to work on myself and do things like this. Now, my problem is. Uh, on my right hand, the right hand is not functioning, working properly, and uh, both with legs. And uh, the worst part is pain, and uh, if, it, if it is cold, I really can't walk, and then it becomes stiff. Yes. Yes, that's my problem. Okay. Um, have you, uh, have the, has the physiotherapist helped you with, with some of the pain? Have, do you go for physiotherapy? After I was discharged by the hospital, I only went to my local uh, clinic for physiotherapist. And uh, it's been a short while that I, I went there to them. Then, and, and then afterwards, I tried to work on myself, tend to leave some uh, small things around at home, yeah. But uh, with paintings and like that, I never could work too long with them. Yes, well, look, you would need quite a bit of physiotherapy to help you with this pain. And there may be different type of electric currents. Acupuncture would help. And yes, but you're doing very well, it sounds to me. Isaac, uh, yes, we'll give out Phyllis's details at the end of the show and you could perhaps give her a call uh, in in her office hours and and, and have a a detailed discussion about it. Um, Thanks for the call. Helene, is it in Edgemead? Good morning. Hello, good morning to you. Um, Good morning. Please, can you help me? I have got shingles. This is my 15th month. Oh, gosh. Mm, gosh, you must be in such pain. I am. Where is where is your pain? Well, it was from just between my breast to the uh, middle of my back. Yes. But it's now from under the arm to the middle of my breast. 
And is it very, can you not wear clothes over the area? Is oh, it? I can't wear a bra at all. Yes. Have you had Have you had acupuncture or physiotherapy? No, I haven't. Yes. They told me all I must do is use calamine lotion. No. Um, I think that you can have uh, physiotherapy and acupuncture to help you with this pain. It is a very, very severe pain. And I do sympathize with you. It's a burning, oh, thank you. very unpleasant sensation, I know. Mm, especially oh, after, what, you. 15 months. Gosh, I don't know how you, how you deal with that. <laughs> you, can, you know, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I become a, an absolute misery. I believe um, now you can, get, you can have an injection uh, well, for, I, for I shingles. I spoke to them about it, but they told me it must be at least four months after it's gone, oh, gosh. and then it's a thousand drunk. Yes. Oh. Put an injection and then they can't guarantee that you won't get it again. No. Yes. Oh dear. Well, good luck with that, uh, Helene. Oh, and you could... can, you, can the doctor please just tell me? Yeah. Does she know anybody in Cape Town? Um, acupuncture. If if you contact me, I will give you an acupuncturist number there. Yeah. Okay, oh, Helene, we'll do that in just a much. few, in just about ten minutes. Thanks so much for the call. Uh, then Paul in Cape Town. Hello, Paul. Hello. Morning. Yes, go ahead, Paul. Good, good morning, Dr. Boyer. Morning. And I, I just wanted to ask you something about water aerobics. You know, I've been having problems with my knee now for the last 20 years, and in actual fact, I was supposed to have gone for an operation, but then one of my customers, I'm in the water business, pool business, one of my customers actually had a problem after the operation, and ever since that time, I had this fear. But then I started doing the, the exercises, you know, in the swimming pool itself, and although the water is cold, I discovered that it actually assisted me. And right now, as I explained earlier on, I don't actually need the operation anymore. Can you perhaps uh, go into this whole idea of water aerobics and how it can help the patient's fear? Because I heard some of the patients telling me that they had this terrible, horrible feeling after exercise. Now, it never happens to me after exercising mm-hmm. in the water, and I can okay. do all sorts of things and whatever else. Thanks, Paul. Yes. Do, you want to, do you want to listen on the radio, Paul? Okay. Thanks so much. That's Paul. Yes, yes let's answer Yes, that. it's very important. Actually, when you exercise in water, it's easier for the muscles to get stronger. And that then protects the sore joint, the painful joint. So I really do recommend hydrotherapy, water aerobics, as long as it's not too aggressive. I mean, if you've got a very painful knee, then you're not going to want to do aggressive aerobics, water aerobics. But if you do exercises in water, it's the best form of exercise to strengthen your body. Some quick uh, Q&As on SMSs here, Phyllis. Can acupuncture of the skin help on psoriasis of the skin? I believe it does, yes. Okay. Um, Then somebody wants to know, does medical aid pay for any of your treatments? I've got osteoporosis. That's from Anne. Yes. Yes, medical, well, it depends on which system you're on. Yes. Osteoporosis, yes, we can certainly help it. We use anti-inflammatory type of currents for that, and it really is very effective. If you've got pain from the osteoporosis, it will not take away the osteoporosis. Yes. And can acupuncture heal a dialysis patient, says Ray? This I cannot comment on. It might strengthen the kidneys, 
but um, I cannot comment on that one. Okay. Bruised and cracked ribs as a result of a motorcycle falling on me from Peter. What can I do to relieve the pain? Cracked ribs is very painful. painful. Anything can be done. Yes, I do use, again, electrical currents, specific ones, not perhaps the normal ones. We we use direct currents for this type of problem, and it works very, very effectively, as well as acupuncture. And also we block the nerve with, with a high frequency, so that does help. Okay, um, just in the in the last minute or so, and Harry, we'll come back to you in just a sec. Um, just let's talk for a minute about what you can do at home. Now, we were talking earlier about uh, you can massage uh, your ice and the heat packs you were talking yes. about, um, electrical currents we've spoken about, gels and creams um, that you can that you can get uh, over the counter. Losing weight, we've discussed that, um, staying active, um, making sure you're getting the right kind of exercise. But one of the things that, that fascinates me is, and perhaps you'd like to comment on this, is changing mindset. Um, we kind of feed negative information to ourselves all the time, don't we? Yes, we, we do. We say, I'm in such pain, this is how bad I feel, this is um, where it is sore. Where does changing mindset come into it, and what is the consequence of that? Okay, it, it sets your belief. If you believe that you could never get better. Let's say you've been to the doctor and he's told you you've had you've got degenerative changes in your spine. That that is uh, distressing to you and you're going to believe well it, it's correct but you will believe possibly believe that you'll have more pain. And it if it means it depends on what things mean to you. This is a very in-depth subject that really takes a, a lot of explaining. But if you change your beliefs, if you believe that your body can get better and you practice thinking like that all the time, then you can get better because it changes the physiology and the autonomic nervous system. If you've had an experience of pain and it's been in a distressing situation, your autonomic nervous system thinks that it's a a great fright and and flight and then your heart will will race and you'll have various effects on the autonomic nervous system and your, your body might stay in that system all the time and therefore you might get more inflammation and more pain Mm. but if you can change the way your autonomic system works with breathing exercises and relaxation you can damp down the sympathetic nervous system and activate your parasympathetic and that can also help with the pain so you can change the way you feel pain with breathing with relaxation with with thinking differently about your pain and with visualization. Seeing yourself as being pain-free, well, which yes. is hard when you're right in the middle of it, isn't yes. it? Yes, but see yourself as being healthy oh, yes. and also changing the pain. Let's imagine you're listening to the radio and your pain is very strong. Then you, you can think of actually turning down the sound and turning down your pain. It, it depends on how you can change the pain in your own mind. All right, Harry, uh, we've got about 30 seconds. <laughs> can you ask your question? Hello, Hello. Harry. Uh, morning. Morning. Um, morning. Uh, uh, I suffer from massive headaches, very severe headaches. It goes right down to the neck and I've got glaucoma. Can acupuncture help? Yes, it can. 
In a, in a word, yes, it's actually a very good pain reliever. Uh, I've experienced it myself, and there's a lot of evidence to show that it actually works. Uh, so okay. I'll give the details now. Thank you very much, uh, Harry. That, that's, that's it. Uh, time is out. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Let me give you Phyllis's details. Uh, you can get Phyllis on 011-883-2000, 011-883-2000, or her email address, uh, her, um, this is a website, www.easemypains, with an S, dot C-O dot Z-A. Easemypains, C-O dot Z-A. Thank you so much, Phyllis, for being here. Nice thank to you. see you again. We'll thank get you, you back. And thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you.